Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, Howl at me. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Chop soccer, we in the building. Kenzel Washington, what up, man? What up, man? How you doing? Uh, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, mentally taxing, but I'm here, uh-huh. powering through it. Uh, can't complain at all, man. It's all good vibes, all positive things. That's what I like to hear. Yes, sir. How about you? Uh, I had a really, uh, I had a really good week. Uh, things are going well um really turning it up it's uh it's fall in chicago like uh that's this is a good time of year like this is is it i heard it's cold as shit yeah but i mean like that's relative like i mean you know (laughs) relative to polar bears yeah yeah Uh, but i mean like you know it was like high 75 today it's gonna be like low 50 like yeah that's not too bad it's the same in new york that's manageable yeah, this type of year, this time of year is actually pretty good. I actually like. Yeah, it. and it's still sunny, so yeah, it keeps it pretty warm throughout the day. Yeah. Um, let's jump into some Nike talk. Um, man, we've discussed many times the ever increasing price of football shirts, but now Nike is like, uh, listen. We're about to switch some shit up on y'all that we probably weren't really expecting. Uh, So they released a training collection and the pricing structure for this is a little weird. So they have Liverpool shirts at 95 euro, which is probably around $125. And then their team wear is only 35 euro, which is about $50. So large price discrepancy there. Uh, Ken, how do you feel about this? Do you think this is reasonable? Do you think this is crazy? What are they doing with this? Um, let's see. Okay, so first, let me start. Uh, let me start with yesterday's price is not today's price. So, like, everybody should know the price on the brick is uh going up like uh everything's costing more like whatever right like uh mm-hmm. i guess the thing that really sticks out to me here is just like how flagrant nike's being in like exposing the game mm-hmm. if you know what to look for like right. do you know what to look for Come on, bro. This is me. Yeah, I mean, I know, but I mean, like, you know. <laughs> this is me. I do jerseys. Yes, I know what to look for. But I don't, I don't even fuck with Nike shirts like that anyway. So, okay. Like, I don't want to hog. I mean, I think this is gonna start happening across the board. I mean, I think, uh, I think Nike really just, um, like, is just leading the league in how this pricing structure is gonna work. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean. Really, the game the game here is like has really been exposed, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you want the real deal, 
you're going to pay the real deal price. And the real deal right. price is always going to be the real deal price. Right. Right. But if you want the not so real deal that like, you know, looks like the real deal, but really ain't the real deal. <laughs> and like, not for nothing. They're like, you know, unless you're like a purist, like, you know, nobody really knows the difference between like a replica kit and an authentic kit. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it depends on like, you know, for y'all that don't know, like, you know, there's, uh, there's actual shirt tech that goes into it. Right. So right. that's like the quality of the actual fabric. Um, so Adidas is like the ready like stages right so it's like aero ready climb ready, like whatever those are i'm not an adidas mm -hmm. you're the adidas guy i'll leave that to you i'm a nike yep. guy right so it's like uh dry basically they just have a dry fit line mm -hmm. right um they have dry fit technology and then like you know their lines are like you know kind of like they're breathable like you know how they panel their fabric type stuff mm -hmm. right but um you have you know like you have that stuff and then you have like the sponsors, like the logos, the patches, right? So like, you know, most people don't know like what patches are on like the $100 model versus what patches are on the $30 model. So, right. I mean, I think really what this is, is like, you know, Nike just being straight up like, hey, like, you know, the prices on like, you know, the real authentic stuff is going to continue to go up because it's the real authentic stuff. Like you're getting what you paid for. Like, you know, if you, if you want this broke boy model, like, you know, <laughs> we not gone, like, you know, we, we not gone, like, you know, mm -hmm. like hit you over the head for the broke boy model anymore. Right. right. Because like, you know, it just doesn't reflect like, you know, the actual money they're putting into it. So, I mean, I think every like brand is going to start doing this in some way or another pretty soon, if they haven't already like started doing this to reflect their prices. I think because Nike's so big, like, you know, we're just hearing about it now. Yeah. Um, people are already definitely doing this. Adidas, I definitely went on the gripe about the cost of their shirts. Their shit is egregious right now. Yeah. Um, Nike has been there too, but it kind of depends on what you were buying. Yeah. That's uh, a little weird. But anyway, all the jerseys are too much money. It's absolutely ridiculous. And we need to see these prices come down, not go up. But I also understand this is capitalism and these companies are just recouping on money that they quote unquote lost during the pandemic. So did prices go up on shipping? Yeah. But again, that's because everyone is just recouping on money lost during the pan pandemic. So uh, listen, Nike, they have enough money. Uh, if you don't care that much, you get yourself a replica shirt. I'm still going to buy an authentic because I'm a fucking idiot that way and fiscally irresponsible. But here we are. Um, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you get away with that. I'm not going to let why you. Why not? I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you get away with that. You about I'm to not, card me for that? I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't disagree with anything you said in principle. Um, I think like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just hold on. Just hold on. <laughs> Like, um, Capitalist Kenny is like, you know, Capitalist Kenny is back for a quick second. Um, mm -hmm. like, not for nothing, 
uh, yeah, like the price of the brick has gone up a little bit because of like quote unquote pandemic fees. But I mean, a lot of this money too is like really just going out to like the cost of maintaining this whole like football streaming industrial complex, essentially. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Like, That's you know, fair. like the, the price on these isn't going up. Like, you know, because like, you know, Nike is like, you know, the most profitable company in the world. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of this mm -hmm. money is like going to increasingly high, like things that they have to pay to clubs, that they have to pay like these leagues, like the cost of maintaining this is going up. Right. And as it grows, transfer fees, <laughs> transfer fees. And like, as it grows, as people continue to demand more like you know then the price of this stuff's going to come up because there's only going to go up because there's only a limited supply right nah, so can soccer tickets in the supporter section is supposed to be five dollars a head and only 75 dollars for a season <laughs> yeah i know i know because like we got some brokey supporters out here like, <laughs> uh, it's like yes it's buy me players we want you know, 20 something world talents in MLS, but my tickets yeah. be $75. Like, okay, bro. No, man. Like, just like, just for real, like, you know, like the market, you know, the market for this stuff continues to go up because people continue to demand more, right? Like we continually Bingo. talk about wanting to watch more soccer. And as long as we like continue to press for more soccer, like, you know, as long as they continue to provide us for more soccer, like, you know, things are going to cost more. So, yep. you know, like, you know, that's just it. All right. I'm in yeah. Cowboys Kenny's office soapbox. <laughs> uh, let's talk some Vidya games. V-I-D-Y-A. Vidya. Uh, Fever. Well, I can't. Damn, see, I'm already slipping. I'm so used to saying it. That's not even a name anymore. Oh, man. EA Sports FC 24 is releasing tonight at midnight. Is it tonight? So. Yeah. Yeah. I know YouTubers are playing it already. They're dropping content, da 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 da. And yeah, we've got to look at some of the highest rated cards in the game and the sponsors that each player is representing. That was a little weird that this was done, but here we are. So let's take a look at it. Um, of the top 24 players. Mm hmm. Most of them are Nike-sponsored athletes. On the men's side, we're looking at Erling Holland, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Kylian Mbappe, Lewandowski, Courtois, Van Dyke, and Vinny Jr. are all representing Nike. On the women's side, that's where all your shirt have, money went, huh? That's where all your shirt money went. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> On the women's side, we got Alexia Putellas. Altana, Bomadi, Hansen, Kerr, uh, Hegerberg, Her 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 I hate saying that. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Alex Morgan, uh, Debina, one of my favorite players in the world, period, and oh, Katoto. So nice little lineup there. Adidas is in there with three players on the men's side, Pumas with one, Adidas with three on the women's side as well, Puma with one. There is one very interesting that uh, interesting one that snuck in there, and we should all know who that is. It is Harry Kane, who is with Skechers. Skechers is entering themselves into the boot conversation. That's pretty damn crazy to me. 
Ken, what do you think about this? Are you buying EA FC 24? Did you get your pre-order in? Give us the rundown. Uh, hail to the null. To the null. Hail null. To the null, null, null. Doom, 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 doom. Hail null. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I don't, I, I guess, uh, I guess I don't want to sound like uh, I don't want to sound like a hater because like I don't I don't like uh, I don't necessarily have any like gripey reasons why I'm not buying it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like I don't play Ultimate Team, and mm. like the part I would play, like they're just not really advancing fast enough for me. Like yeah. I love like at this point in my life, I love individual story mode games where like you know like i am the central protagonist of like you Mm -hmm. know the story main character i am the main character yeah (laughs) so like you know with uh with fifa like you know like ultimate team you know ultimate team is dope like you know but i'm not in like the card chasing and like stuff like that like I understand why, like you know, a lot of people are into that. It's very reflective of like you know the collectible culture that we all grew up with as kids in terms of like trading cards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all people... King Griffey Junior's fault. <laughs> yeah, and why motherfuckers are like you know why motherfuckers are collecting digital IP that's basically going to be worthless because they don't have it backed up on like you know some type of nft digital contract style model and all the dorks out there have told you that like you know nfts are the boogeyman because like, <laughs> it was like you know some monkey bubble or some bullshit like that you know like i still haven't wrapped my head around it but yeah like no i'm not getting ea sports 24 uh anytime soon a lot of these players like um i mean it makes sense like you know nike would be leading this um especially now um nike's the number one sports brand in the world like by far like you know like adidas yeah yeah i guess i I mean like you know it's not even close like you know like adidas is like you know a distant second but they are like a distant second it's like one about distant second man it's uh, the only reason they aren't distant second anymore is because they bought out reebok years ago and then Kanye West happened, and that gap went. Yeah, but I mean, no, 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 no. Here's where I'll disagree with you. Here's mm-hmm. where I'll disagree with you because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, like, in terms of general company and like general apparel, mm-hmm. like, you're right. Adidas has caught Nike and maybe has surpassed Nike, right? Because no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. They didn't catch him or surpass him. I'm just saying the gap was closed uh, quite a bit by Yeezy, which is why Adidas was in such a panic when Kanye went completely apeshit and they had to drop him. It was no, so bad that even through all of that, they had to have the conversations with the people they needed to have them with to be like, look, man, we need to sell this product. We already made all this shit. Is sitting in warehouses. If we don't sell this stuff, our bottom line is in the pits. And so yeah, investors are like, all right, fuck it. But here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Now, here's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And here's where I disagree with you there. 
Um, No, when it comes to culturally, I think Adidas is either at least equal or ahead of Nike in terms of companies, like culturally, right? Like when you take everything all encompassing, when you take like, you know, their entertainment stuff, when you take their sports stuff, when you just take all of that stuff, right? Because Mm -hmm. Nike doesn't even, Nike can't compete with like Adidas doing like their Pharrell models and like their human element models and their Yeezy models and all that stuff. Like Nike doesn't have anything for that, right? Right. So like culturally, I, I, culturally, I would say Adidas spokes Nike's boots on that, right? Mm-hmm. And like Adidas what, is hip hop, FYI. Yeah, Adidas is hip hop. Like you know, Run DMC, like you know, all that stuff, right? Shell toes, all that good shit. Like Stan Smiths, like you see what I'm saying? Like culturally, mm-hmm. like Adidas is miles ahead of Nike. But when it comes to this sports shit, like when it comes to shit athletes put on their body, like when it's yeah. like, okay, we about to go play a professional game, like yeah, that's just Nike, like you know, in spades, like you know, like Nike's yeah. just that far ahead. And, you know, I think this just backs it up. I really think soccer is the only thing even kind of keeping it close for, like, Adidas and Puma. Because, I mean, like, not for nothing, nobody cool is wearing Adidas, like, you know, shoes playing basketball. Like, you know, like, nobody cares what shoes football players wear. So, you know, like... You know, soccer is really the only thing keeping Adidas and Puma and apparently Skechers, like, you know, in the game. Because, <laughs> I mean, not for nothing, not for nothing, Skechers gets another, like, Skechers gets, like, another big name. They're going to be on Puma's ass. They're going to be on New Balance's ass. Because when it comes yeah. to, like, the other just, like, non-sports side, Skechers are out here, man. Like, not for nothing, Skechers, this would be the last thing I say, fucking Skechers would be smart. To fucking get in with like over 30, over 40, like rec leagues, like weekend warrior types. Mm-hmm. That's their market for football boots, bro. That's their market for football boots. Yeah, that's or damn, that's yeah. Or these phlebotomist uh women soccer players who are already <laughs> wear black flats anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> wow oh man that's hilarious listen yeah i mean it nike is definitely by far the biggest in global revenue but uh i think adidas can begin to eliminate that gap more if they do more sport related stuff in this way. Uh, you've seen them trying to do it with, you yeah. know, the shifting around of shirt sponsors and all that, who they're buying and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's just not quite catching on the way they want to. But I think that's mainly because um, Nike does all the sports, right? You got the track and field, you got your basketball, you got this, that, the third. Adidas does those things too, but for whatever reason, that Nike head start is just, it's a, it's a massive head start. Okay. I got an interesting theory for you and we'll get out of here on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Adidas is primarily a European brand, right? Like Pumas are primarily a European brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know why they're struggle, you know why their sales are like kind of struggling? Oh, you know what? You, you did right. America drives culture, bro. 
yeah, America drives culture, and it ain't no motherfucking kids in Europe. Like, they ain't having kids no more. So it ain't no kids to fucking buy. (laughs) No kids to buy Adidas. All the kids in the world, like, that aren't being had. All the kids that, all the kids in the world that aren't being had in the developing world are being had in America. Like, if you are a quote-unquote developed nation or whatever, like, you know, Mm. part of this Western society, the only Western society having kids out here is America. So, like, that's why Nike's hanging in there. Because, like, you know, they just have an advantage of, like, you know, their home country is still producing, like, young people to consume shit, right? Like, <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Like, Europeans, man, like, fucking Europeans ain't having no kids. Like, <laughs> they're just not. Like, and now, and I, I guarantee you that's going to get clipped up. And somehow or another, they're going to be like, oh, Ken is like some type of nativist or whatever. And it's like, bro, like they, they proudly talk about how like, you know, they, they're working professionals who aren't having any kids. Like in this decade, Germany is not going to be an industrial power anymore. Of course, Adidas is going down the drain. <laughs> this isn't like geopolitical. I'm sorry. I got real yeah. geopolitical. <laughs> I mean, this makes sense. This totally makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on that note, let's jump into some MLS talk, man. <laughs> For real, let's just leave that shit alone. Let's get back over here where we got a consumer base. For real. Uh, Atlanta, man, they put a beat down on Miami now. We had this d- discussion in the last episode. I told we you. talking about playoff positioning. You did tell me uh, I am going to... Close my mouth in five seconds for 30 seconds for you to talk your shit starting now. Okay, man. I mean, you know, like, Messi can't change a bunch of losers, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's really it, man. Like, you know, like, you know, not to talk shit about, like, you know, Inter Miami as an organization, like, you know, and say that they are, like, you know, that they are, like, personally, like, losers, right? But, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're just not going to turn around a losing organization, like, in the snap of a finger, right? So, I mean, like, you know, will next year Inter Miami, like, you know, be, like, the team to really be afraid of after they get, like, an offseason to, like, come in and, like, swap everybody out and, like, you know, start from fresh with, like, you know, Tata, you know, and all that shit? Like, yeah, I'm 100% on board for that. But, like, you know, you wasn't going to bring in a new coach, Messi, and, like, flip three or four players and just all of a sudden just, like, you know, start beating niggas' brakes off every single time, right? Like, not every single time, bro. Right, right. And, like, you know, some of these niggas got pride. Like, you know. Yeah. Even still, though, like, in this instance, it ended up being a 5-2 result. Miami was in the game, and then they weren't. So the scoreline doesn't. It doesn't really reflect what happened. In yeah, any case, lost. <laughs> they lost, but Messi didn't play in this game. He didn't even travel to Atlanta. Do you think that result is the same? Miami loses that game if Messi plays? No, but I mean, like one thing I didn't talk about, I guess, over the past couple of weeks is like, you know, and it's becoming very clear right now is like, you know, some of these NFL double stadiums, if they are turf, like Messi doesn't want to fuck with that. Right. So can you blame him? No, but like Messi's not going to play every single game. So like, what are you going to do when Messi's not around? You know, which is why like, you know, the 
to rewind to my shit talk 30 seconds ago, it's like, you know, you can't just up and change or lose an organization. Like, you know, like you can't just say like, hey, Messi's here. You know, Messi's going to sprinkle his messy dust on everything and everything's going to be cool. Like, you know, what happens when Messi isn't there? Like, you know, yeah. Messi's a 40 year old man. Like, you know, well, not really. You know, 40. Old, but you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you see what he was doing when he didn't travel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably got every turf stadium circled in this motherfucker. And it's like, I'm good. Because <laughs> you see what happened in Toronto. Like, in Toronto turf? Uh no, Toronto's not turf. Oh, Toronto's not turf. But you see no. what uh there's, see there's what only like two or three turf stadiums. It's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Uh Seattle. Basically yeah. all the football ones. Because football, they love turf. They like yeah. this is our shit. But soccer's like, get that shit out of here. It's Atlanta, Seattle. Um, I believe there's one more. Uh yeah, I don't even know who it would be. Yeah. But yeah, he's not playing. He's not he wasn't playing in Atlanta. Um, any other turf fields? He's not playing on those. Um, Bank of America's not turf. I don't think he has any other to really worry about. But also yeah, then yeah. too, I would just be worried about like the wear and tear of like you know all the games he has to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Atlanta United playoff team. Yes. Yes. So the question, because so there are two things to discuss here. One was on the docket. The other was not. The first is Atlanta after the game was like, yeah, that's the type of time we on. We don't care about Messi. Uh, I'm all here for that. But do you think that was a little over the top or was it fair game for sport? Hell no. If Messi want to come up here and get his ass whooped too, he can bring his ass to Atlanta. <laughs> Like, that's the type of shit I'm on. Like that's the type of shit I'm on. Like I'm about to talk even more shit if you don't show up. Look, <laughs> like he knew, he knew they was gonna lose. Like that, he uh, didn't even bother showing up. He knew they was gonna lose. He was trying. He was out here trying to shoot his boys some bail. That's what he was out here. Doing. <laughs> he was out here trying to shoot his boys some bail. That's all the shit I'm talking, bro. Like you wouldn't. No, man. This is this is all on brand. I'm here for it. I'm happy that it's a black dude from France named Xander or whatever. <laughs> For real. Talking, like, yeah, man, like, none of these American niggas got spicy and was like, right. <laughs> it was gonna step up. So yeah, somebody's doing it. Glad to see French Xander is out here doing this shit. So on the other side of that, do you think Messi could potentially force MLS to reassess their stadiums with turf fields and get them replaced with actual grass. Reassess going forward, yes. Replace with actual grass. Hell no. No, no, no. Like Arthur Blank, like, okay. Yeah, he's like, absolutely not. If the NFL said that shit, he'd be like, all right, let's have a discussion. But like, he's doing that shit for the MLS, bro. Like, he's not doing that shit for the MLS. No, absolutely not. Not for some soccer. that's crazy no um but i do think moving forward it will be like a legitimate conversation about like um soccer specific stadiums um especially in the women's game like uh i think we you know i think the expansion of american sports um in terms of soccer specific stadiums is really going to happen in the women's game if it happens at all 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, there are just not too many more MLS franchises that are going to be out here building soccer-specific stadiums. Right. So One coming, though. Hey. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we at the end of the line. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, for real. It's like NYCFC, and then, like, the next one, like, you know, is out there. Like, you know, on the horizon. <laughs> like, you know, like, even that NWSL women's franchise in Boston is like, you know, what are they doing? Like, rehabilitating the stadium? Like, you know, like, so, yeah. you know, like, the – the soccer specific stadium um like construction in america over the next 20 years if any of it happen really happens is going to be led on like the women's and like usl level so mm-hmm. like i think it's going to be like a really big conversation moving forward but i um i do think it's also going to be like a finance driven conversation mm-hmm. moving forward cuz i mean if you ain't got no money you ain't got no money and right. like you know for for smaller leagues like the NWSL and the USL like you know if it's a turf field it's going to be if it's soccer specific and you know they can only do soccer specific turf they're probably only doing soccer specific turf so yeah so what is like what is the thing about soccer and turf cuz football loves it soccer hates it it's here in MLS not a lot but it is here and we've definitely heard of, you know, big European stars coming over here and saying, yeah, I refuse to play on turf. So you play, uh, you generally play on turf, but what is the actual difference and risk in playing on turf versus grass? So I walk backwards every day for about 10 or 15 minutes as a part of like any type of warm up or exercise I do. I shouldn't say every day. But anytime I do like any type of exercise or or like when I'm warming up for like games, I make sure to jog backwards um, mm-hmm. just to strengthen my knees, um, you know, for the wear and tear that comes along with turf. Because the big thing about turf is that like it's just less forgiving. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the reason football likes turf um, is because like there's not a lot of continuous motion in football. Right. Like it's a lot of start stop like hard lines, like, you know, like it's really just like bang, bang, you know, stop, bang, bang, stop, bang, bang, stop. Right. So yeah, that's my of... method too. Bang, 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 stop. Hey, yo. <laughs> Chop soccer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, I do it, bang, bang, stop. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. But yeah, that's, uh, that's football, right? So, like, soccer being the more continuous sport, like, uh, there's a lot more, like, lateral, like, left mm-hmm. to right, like, twisting motions that happen. And, like, because turf is so unforgiving in that way, like, your shoe can, like, get caught trying to turn, right? Like, it's just unforgiving. Like, you know, the most injuries happen on turf from people when their shoe gets, like, caught somehow in the turf. And it causes some type of, like, jarring, right? So, like, either you, like, twist something or pull something, like, most most ACLs get done on turf, like you know, because people are cutting or turning or something like that, right? So, 
you know, it's really just the unforgiving nature of it. Like, you know, gr- the ground, like, you know, just dirt, like when you step into it, like if you like step like into it and pivot, it like gives. Yeah. Anyway, so. Mm. Yeah. Risky really business. On, yeah. It really depends on the shoes you wear too. Like um, some people like mm. wear cleats on uh turf. Um, I've so it doesn't dig. Uh, well, it depends on what cleats you wear. If you wear, uh, I prefer actually wearing firm ground cleats uh, on turf uh, because it gives you that flat sole plate on the bottom, like for power, okay. right? Okay. Like like turf shoes, they don't have like that flat sole plate on them. They just have like a rubber bottom as if it's like a regular shoe because mm-hmm. it's supposed to meant to cushion more. But then mm-hmm. what that also means is that like when you're striking the ball, like you know you can you can feel the difference right you can feel that it's mm. like it's almost like you know like there are levels to like you know how you feel the ball when you strike it with the right. shoe you have on right so like i i prefer wearing firm ground which is actually what you should wear you should always wear firm ground um at least in my belief you should always wear firm ground on astroturf never wear soft ground soft ground has way too many studs in it that should get jammed like mm. I've seen so many ACL done ACLs done in soft ground shoes. Don't like it. Yeah. My tempos I wear uh, every weekend are firm grounds. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, obviously with Messi being such a big ticket, um, a lot of people spent a lot of money to be able to see him play in person. And with him not even traveling to Atlanta, uh, it has caused quite a stir because, you know, people went, spent their hard-earned money, hoping they would get a glimpse of him in action. And the team slash Messi decided that he wasn't going to play, not even travel to Atlanta. Uh, you know, fans are calling on Don Garber to do something about it. And Don Garber's like, that ain't none of my damn business. I'm a league commissioner, but I cannot force any team to make a player play. Uh, that's just not how this works. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because this is uh, a com- conversation similar to, you know, players in their in the NBA and their load management and how they're making. Hey, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was, waiting. I was uh, like, I was like, oh, is he gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! All right, man. All right, all right, all right. Uh, play, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Players in their uh, uh, schedules, <laughs> players in their schedules in the NBA. Uh, NBA players are saying, well, not even really NBA players, but NBA players' trainers are saying they can't play this many games in this short amount of time, so we have to do better at. Uh, managing their schedule. <laughs> you sum up my bitch. Uh, Yo, you know, uh, not for nothing, you know load management pause is about to be the name of the episode. Right? <laughs> Shit. Alright. Uh, it happens to the best of us. Alright. Oh, shit, it so, about once a week, yo. Last week it was <laughs> For real. So uh, Messi was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it for whatever his reasons were. The team agreed. He didn't travel. Do you think he should have at least traveled to Atlanta and, you know, come out at halftime and, you know, sign some shirts after the game, whatever it is. But he should have been visible in Atlanta. But to just not travel is a bit crazy. Uh, For me, 
What do you think about it? I don't think it's crazy at all, man. Fuck them fans. <laughs> like, I don't think it's crazy at all. <laughs> like, nah, man. Like, uh, like you know, this is the game. Like, this is the risk. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this is literally the risk when you, like, bank your, like, whole kind of, like, marketing, I guess, like, on one guy, right? Hello, New York Jets. Yeah, hello, Jets, right? <laughs> like, um, and not for nothing, this is what made Michael Jordan the greatest, because he never took a night off. Mm. Like, you know, Michael Jordan's ethos was always like, you know, there is somebody in their city that is only going to get one chance to see me play. And they are going to pay all of this money to see me play. I owe it to them, right? Like, you can talk about Michael Jordan punching teammates. You can talk about all the other bullshit. That he, you can talk about him getting kicked out the league for gambling. Like, you know, the thing that makes him greatest to me is that one thing. Is that, like, you know, he understood that people were there to see him, and he valued that ticket. Mm. Now, you know, when it comes to Messi, like, you know, I'm sure he understands that people come to see him play. But, you know... MLS isn't in his heart. Like, mm. you know, like the sport of soccer is in his heart. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, MLS is just like the next thing so his kids can go to school in America and he can ride off into the subset still cashing checks, right? Big so, ones at that. Yeah, big hey, ones at that. <laughs> He's heating up. Sheesh. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's stop talking about this. But yeah, like, you yeah. know, Messi don't, Messi don't care about this, man. Like, you know, I'm upset that, like, you know, this is happening because now it's less likely that uh, Soldier Fields don't get filled up. And my tickets probably already hit the high water mark for, um, like, you know, the price that I would potentially get for selling it because. Yeah. I was waiting, you know, till as close as I could get to the day of the game to sell it, right? I like told you was, not to do that. Hey, man, that was the risk I was willing to play. That was the risk I was willing to take, right? Mm -hmm. Like the same way. That's why I said fuck them fans because like the same way they were willing to take this risk that like, you know, Messi might not play. Like it's not like it was Atlanta United versus Messi, right? Like, the game right. is going to go on whether or not he showed up or not, right? So because you got whiffed that he was coming and you paid, like, an overpriced, you paid, like, an inflated price for this ticket, man, like, that's the breaks, man. Like, those those are just the breaks. Yeah. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody at work today, and uh, this guy, you know, a Jets fan, he bought tickets for the Jets uh, in Vegas. Yeah. And he paid... A stupid amount of money. He's taking his whole family. They're going to the Grand Canyon and all of that. Rogers goes down. He's like, even if he wanted to sell his ticket and back out, he can't even get half of what he paid for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Crazy. That, that's just the game you play, though. Like, you know, like if you, when you, if a bad team gets a good player, it's always going to be risky always going to be risky because you're dealing with a super inflationary market and everybody was applauding that shit 
like fucking what was that like a month ago when they were like oh look at the ticket prices look at the ticket prices messy so good for mls messy so good for mls all right we'll take the good with the bad you know the games mm. you don't play too like you know mm. the games you don't play too is he still good for mls why do they want their money back like mm. you know i thought this was mls i didn't i thought this wasn't about messy i thought this was bigger than messy why do they have? <laughs> why do they need their money back? Why are they mad? Right? Like, right. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Let's leave that at that. You know, we've done our obligatory messy conversation. Let's jump into some interesting or not. Nah. Do we have any interesting or not? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a whole ass interesting or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have shooter pass this week. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, this. Okay. Um, actually, let's remix it a little bit. Um, you want to ask me some questions about NWSL and I'll ask you some questions about, uh, MLS and we'll just, boom, I'm here for it and we'll just ping them back and forth. I'm here for it. All right. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Let's jump into NWSL talk. Uh, we had some results from Sunday, Chicago and LA drew two two, Orlando beat North Carolina two to one. Um, let's see what do we got coming up on the schedule here. We have, oh wait, that's old. Sorry, this schedule. Yeah, I think is we're on. Uh, yeah, I think we're on international break. Uh, this week for NWSL because the, yeah, I'll be back September 30. Yeah, they'll be back September 30th. Uh, the women, the United States women actually play a friendly, um, this week here against South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care about that. Um, let's see, but yeah, they'll be back. Uh, they'll be back the 30th and they will have. One, four match days left, or four match weeks left. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk the bottom of the table. Chicago Red Stars, mm-hmm. bro. What the fuck is going on in Chicago, man? Well, I mean, uh, I think we covered this a couple weeks ago. Um, but Chicago has new owners. Um, their owners just showed up this weekend. Uh, I think they still lost. Uh, <laughs> they drew. Um, they drew uh, with Angel City, which I mean, you know, Angel City ain't no fucking good anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I mean, you know, Chicago's always Chicago was always going to be one of those teams where you know, in terms of like NWSL, like they were going to be a mid market team, mm-hmm. right? And as a mid-market team, like, you've got to be like Kansas City. You've got to be like Houston. Like, you know, you've got to draft well. You've got to sign good free agents. You've got to have a good program in the building. And for years, Chicago was like, you know, they didn't have a good program in the building. You know, they were just like, you know, um, Midwest whites, right? Like, so, so like, you know. If you were like a talented Midwest player, like, you know, and you were white, like, you know, guess who you played for? Chicago Red Stars, right? Right. So, like, you know, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. 
Um, I'm really interested to see what the new uh, management does, like what the new ownership group does. Um, I hope they bring in like, you know, some people who can like roster build and draft well and things like that. Because like the more teams come into the league, like the more Chicago is going to be like a mid-market team, like especially yeah. with Austin coming in, right? So, you know, that's really it. That's up with Chicago. They've just they've never really had. They were literally one of the last teams to like actually kind of like turn over from their like you know old crappy ownership. So, yeah, that's really it. Uh, let's jump to Washington Spirit. Uh, Trinity Rodman, man, what happened? It's not her fault only, but I'm just like first million dollar player in NWSL. And now you're mid table. I mean. Oh, my God. Oh, it's on it's like, you. You're the million dollar woman. Like you got to be six. Hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. <laughs> there's a problem with u.s women's uh there's a problem with u.s women's development um mm. and you see it in a lot of our young stars okay right so like i could run off a list of the next greatest players that were supposed to be like the next phenoms for like, you know, the U S women's national team that never took off. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because like there was still a whole nother level of technical development for players to get to that, like, you know, until recently in Europe hasn't been unlocked. Mm hmm. So you can see the stagnation in real time, but you can't really explain it because like in lieu of comparing something to the men's game, like there's just no explanation for it. Right. Yeah. Like she's just hit a development gap. Well, she just hit like a development plateau where it's like, okay, like, you know, you've gotten found out a little bit, like, you know, as like, you know, this level player, right. Like what? Like what are you? Where are you gonna go get in the gym to get better? Right. right. Like that doesn't exist here, right? Like you know what I mean? Like she would almost have to go to Europe. She would almost have mm -hmm. to go. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's really it. Is like you know, like a lot of these players come into the NWSL early, and you expect like you know these great things from them, but like two or three years in. You know, once they've plateaued at that technical level and there's no like more, there's more, no more difficult technical competition to kind of like push that advancement forward. You know, this is what you get. Like mm. there's still a whole ass player in there, right? It's just yeah, like, yeah. you know, she needs to go somewhere where the game might not necessarily suit her physical attributes the way the NWSL does. And like, you know, she has to ping that bitch and like she has to like, you know, like step in and like, you know, she has to be alert on both sides of the ball for long periods of time just because the game's slower and it's more of a chess match and not so yeah. much like a track meet. Right. 
But yeah. like, that's really it. Like, you know, there's so many Midge Purse, perfect example. Midge Purse was supposed to be the next big thing. She had all the skills in the tool set, had fucking everything, right? What happened? Hit a technical plateau. Why she hit a technical plateau? What, where, where is she going to go get technically better at? Like what system is going to push her to be technically better? Because NWSL, track meet soccer. U.S. Women's mm. National Team, track meet soccer. Like, there's just no technical development in there. So you just kind of plateau out. Okay. Speaking of Midge Purse, uh, is Gotham for real? They are two points out of first place, tied with San Diego on 30 points. Are they for real? No. <laughs> no. And I mean, I'm not saying that as like, I'm not saying that as like a insult to them, mm-hmm. but it's become very clear. Like it's become very clear when you look at the table that like, I can read to you the top six and four of them have, well, five of them have won something, right? Mm. Portland Thorns, right? Like they've won the whole thing. San Diego, mm-hmm. no, the Wave haven't won anything. I'm sorry, but they're an expansion team, right? So uh, taking right. them out, right? Taking any team out that's been in the league longer than three years, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, Portland Thorns, they've won everything there is to win in the NWSL. Um, the Courage, I think they've won everything there is to win in the NWSL. OL Reign, I think they've won just about everything there is to win in the NWSL. Washington Spirit, uh, I don't. I don't think they won a challenge cup, um, but they definitely yeah. like, you know, won an NWSL title, right? Yeah. So they have championship experience, right? So I mean, like, you know, until they win something of meaning, like, you know, they're not for real. And mm. like, you know, that's not hate. Like, you know, that's just those are the rules of the game, right? So Yeah. You know. Um I don't think they're Portland for real. and San Diego. Who is your pick to win the league this year? Uh, depends on the Sophia Smith injury. And also, mm. um, also it depends on how three through six, I believe, end up breaking out in the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, the first two teams get buys, right? And yep. it looks like Portland's going to be get a buy. So, um, I will have more faith in Gotham if they finish second. Mm-hmm. But um, if Sophia Smith, uh, if, if the Sophia Smith injury isn't bad, like uh, Portland is like the team to beat. Um, if they, uh, if if the right, if things break the right way, um, they potentially might not have to leave the West Coast until the championship game. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, like that's basically like, you know, on the way, like, you know, so, you know, that's really it. Like, you know, I think, I think Portland's got to be your favorite. Um, Best of the rest that I think can do it. I actually think that the Courage have slightly better odds than the Wave to win it. Their form, though, man, last six, loss, draw, draw, loss, loss, win. That's yeah, but ideal. I mean, yeah, but they're Challenge Cup champions, man. Mm-hmm. 
Like, okay. you know, and, you know, with that over, right, on a four-game sprint, you're basically in the – this is basically Challenge Cup all over again for them, right? Because you get a couple games, and then you, like, head right into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you know, this couldn't happen at a better time for a team like the Courage in terms of, like, best of the rest. I could really yeah. see them doing, like, the Challenge Cup. Well, I don't want to say I could really see them doing it, but it wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be unheard of. I wouldn't, like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they did it. Okay. Well, that's all I got on NWSL. Um, obviously, you know, we resume games on September 30th. We'll see how the rest of the season plays out. And, yeah, it should be pretty good. I'm hoping that I can find a good NWSL final watch party, uh, regardless of who's in it, because I've not seen any really, really good ones. So I want to see like a big put together event that I can go to and watch the final because I've not paid attention this season. I've said that many times um, because Have of they my announced? Hmm? Have they announced this year's location. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh. Oh, this is ass. Hold on. No, I'm changing my I'm changing my I'm changing my prediction right now. I'm sorry. I'm changing my prediction right now. This is ass. I can't believe they did that. I hate this. I hate okay, this. What I hate when uh I hate when MLS does this. I hate when NWSL does it. It is absolute bullshit. Like um neutral site championship games. Unless you're gonna do mm. a best of series. I don't want none of this like one off, like, you know, someone gets a home game type shit, right? Like neutral site championship game. So like, and they've kind of shot themselves in the foot because if the wave make it to the championship game, the wave get a home game. Mm. So it's entirely possible. It is entirely possible that the San Diego wave play three games, three games. Yeah. Three games. And they're all at home. Entirely possible. Actually, mm. no, it's only two games. They only play two games, and it's entirely possible that both games are at home. I mean, yeah. Yeah, all they <laughs> play is the semifinal and the final. They don't even, yeah. So it is no. what it is. Yeah, they're only playing two games. No, that's absolute, that's absolute bullshit. I want to change my prediction before we go. Uh, San Diego Wave, um, probably going to win because it's two home games. Um, <laughs> what? That's just games. funny. Yeah. It's like two home games. So uh yeah, I'm I'm changing my prediction. San Diego wave to win. Uh I would like to find a good NWSL watch party to watch it too, because I'm not going to San Diego. Yeah, definitely not doing that. The way these flights looking right now, sheesh. Right now, my boy. And Delta fucking with my points. I'm like, bro, I can't even I'm never getting status again. They didn't change that shit to I don't want to get into travel points and all that, but they just changed it a lot and it is significantly more money to be spent in order to gain status. And I don't like it. Oh yeah. Um, there is a bill going through Congress right now where the knock on effects will be like credit card companies will be getting rid of almost all these points. Bro, stop that. <laughs> like, Don't play with me. I'm serious. I'm don't serious. play with me. Oh, that is a terrible oh, idea. The banks need them and the credit card issuers need them. These companies, they spent all this money over all these years because it works. 
Yeah, here we go. Um, this week in credit card news, why your credit card rewards um, could be cut. Yeah, stop it. Give me my goddamn points. I need it. Yeah, simply put, the Credit Card Competition Act of 2023 would kill the funding for credit card rewards programs and allow retailers to pocket the savings from lower interchange fees, also known as swipe fees. Mm-hmm. Retail lobbyists are trying to convince consumers that this would lead to lower prices. However, we know that retailers won't pass along these savings because we know the impact of the Durbin Amendment, and it was a huge loss for consumers. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, uh, let's jump into some MLS. Let's see what's going on. Uh, okay, yeah. I got uh, I got some... Uh, I got some questions for you. Okay. Um, first off, I need to apologize to St. Louis City. Um, I didn't believe in them all year, and uh, looks like they're going to finish first as an expansion team. So congratulations to them. Like you know, um, let's see. Let's start. Um, let's just let's just work our way up from the bottom. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do power rankings. We're just going to do supporter shield rankings. Um, okay. Is Colorado the worst team in the league? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yes. I don't have anything. I don't have anything else. Is Toronto as bad as Colorado? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go to the top end of the table because I really don't have like much else. Um, do you think Cincinnati's going to suffer from the Supporter Shield curse? Yes. Uh, I just think it's such, and especially when you're like this far ahead, they are nine points clear of the next best team in the East or the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, four games to play. You have to sit out that first round you know rhythm is everything in mls can they possibly overcome it and win still absolutely but how likely is that i don't think it's very likely man i know we're in mls four point whatever version at this point probably 4.2 but rhythm is still rhythm sitting out a game, the new playoff format. Um, There are a lot of good teams in the East. Uh, One mistake and it's over. So I just don't think they will get through that clean. I just don't. Okay. Um, As a supporter, which one do you think um matters to you more the supporter shield or winning a mls cup mls cup man i do not give a fuck about the shield bro like if you win the supporter shield and lose the mls cup is it a lost season is it a failure it's not a failure but you didn't win mls cup mls cup is the trophy the shield is fan service and i'm not paying money for fan service like that's just me because I'm confident in me and who I am and what I do and blah, blah, blah. I don't need fan service. I'm paying premium seating money 
because I want to see a premium product, mm-hmm. right? I can go watch uh, the Westchester Knicks on the cheap. I can go watch uh, the New York Iron Workers on the cheap. Like, I'm going because I want an experience. And the MLS being as big as they are and the top division in the U.S., I want to see top quality, period. What was that? You know what I'm talking about. Y'all all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Y'all all know what I'm talking about, man. Uh, Okay. Let's see. Um, first, it's the nine teams getting to the playoffs, right? So um, let's do some hypothetical if the playoffs started today matchups. Okay. Okay. Um, so we've got. Uh, first off, uh, do two teams get a buy? No, only one team gets a buy um, in MLS. Okay, so uh, we'll start. What do you want to do? Start with the east or the west? East side, west side. Uh, west. Okay. Um, let's go with. Okay, we've got Seattle Sounders and Dallas. Uh, who wins that matchup? Mm. Seattle. Okay, we've got LAFC and Portland. Ooh, that's a good LAFC. They're they're getting back. Okay. Um then we have uh San Jose and Houston. Who do you think wins that? Interesting. Interesting. Maybe San Jose, man. Wow. Okay, and then you have Vancouver and Salt Lake. Uh, maybe Vancouver. Okay, so you've got. Okay, so then you would get St. Louis, and they don't reseed every round, do they? No. So you would get um, St. No, no, no. Okay, so you get St. Louis, Vancouver. St. Louis. Um, you would get, did you say San Jose over Seattle? No, it was San Jose. Oh, oh, you said San Jose over Houston. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. So you would get, uh, San Jose, Seattle. Mm. Seattle. Okay. Um, and then you would get. L A F C um then you would get L A F C Oh my god, who would you get? Uh Vancouver. Yeah, you would get L A F C no 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 you would get L A F C It has to be because I picked Vancouver over RSL. One, two, three. So then those two play. No, are we sure that two teams don't get buys in? Yeah, I don't teams... know what you're looking at. I don't I don't know the seeding all that well in the playoffs. I just watch them as they come. 
Okay, let me look this up because uh, I thought only one team got a buy, but um, might be two teams because that doesn't. Yeah, I think I did this wrong. Um, I think two teams get buys. Um, yeah, definitely two teams get buys. No, 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 only one team gets a buy. This is crazy. How did I? How did I mess this? Because it's nine now. That's why. Yeah, oh, I think, is there a play-in game or something? Yeah, it's like a, effectively a wild card game. Oh, that's what happened. Okay, that's what happened. Uh, I think... Yeah, because uh, we got nine now instead of, it used to be six. Yeah, there, uh, yeah, I think there's a play-in game. Um. Oh, my God. No, 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 we went through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. We totally forgot that they did this wrong. Okay. Well, we totally forgot that they did this. Uh, okay. So there is a playoff match. Oh, my God. This is so complicated. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so complicated. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I got it. I got it. Oh, this is so complicated. All right. So um, let's go back to the West. All right. Um, eight, nine. So Dallas and Portland, who wins that play-in game? Dallas. Okay. So. Um, Only because Dallas has a positive goal differential. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. So St. Louis and Dallas. Best of three. Ooh. St. Louis and Dallas. I believe that's how this works. Then no, you just said Dallas and Portland. Yeah, oh, you mean after? Yes, yeah. yeah so Dallas wins a play in play Seattle. So yeah. St. Louis, St. Louis wins that game. Okay. Well, they play three. They play home away home. Oh, it's yeah. This shit is so. See, it changed again this year, and I just yeah. didn't. It was so convoluted. I was like, I don't even care. Just. Yeah, we can't. I'm not trying to keep up with all that shit. Yeah, this is so difficult to talk playoffs. Like, (laughs) yeah. All right, but uh, yeah, St. Louis wins that game. All right, all right, we're gonna suffer through that series. (laughs) That's yeah, my bad. That series, series. St. Louis wins that series. God, and then the and then the conference. Oh my god. Yeah, last year was knockouts. So it's yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to knockouts. There's only one. I know. I know. This is so bad, bro. Like, okay. Okay. Hey, listen, um, Messi is expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Messi is expensive. Um, okay. So, um, Seattle, San Jose. Who wins that series? Seattle. Okay. Um, LAFC and San Jose. Who wins that series? Mm-hmm. That's a classical man. I don't yeah, know. I don't San Jose know. might fuck around and win, bro. Okay, you, you taking San Jose right there? Yeah, man. Ooh, Sue fuck it. shake some mad. shit up. Ooh, Sue Jean gonna be mad. Sorry, um, Sue. I love you still. Uh, Vancouver and Salt Lake. Who you got? Vancouver and Salt Lake. Ooh, yeah. I picked Vancouver the last time. I'm picking them again because they have a positive goal differential over RSL. Okay. Um, so One now point we're just, difference. 
So now we're just going into straight knockouts. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you got St. Louis and Vancouver. St. Louis and Vancouver. Actually, hold on, hold on. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. You got St. Louis and Vancouver. Um, St. Louis and Vancouver. I'm going to still take St. Louis. They're really good. Mm, okay. Um, you've got uh Seattle and uh San Jose. Yeah, there we go. You got Seattle and San Jose. Mm. Seattle. Okay. Uh then you got St. Louis and Seattle. <laughs> Seattle Redemption Arc. You missed right, the playoffs last year. We on your ass in 2023. All right. So it's the playoffs of this week. You got Seattle coming out the West. All right. Mm-hmm. Um oh my God. All right. Let's get through this. Um okay. <laughs> So eight nine matchup. You got Montreal and DC. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, if they started today. Okay. If they started today. Montreal and DC. Uh, Montreal. Okay. Um. Let's see. Then uh, Cincinnati and Montreal. Who you got? Cincinnati. All right. Um. Orlando Nashville. Who you got? Hmm. That's a tough one. Nashville. Okay. Uh, Columbus, New England. Uh, Columbus, New England is in the pits. No, I'm sorry. With, without I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Columbus, Atlanta. Oh, okay. Columbus, Atlanta. Ooh. Ooh. ATL. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia, New England. Philadelphia. Okay. New England mojo is gone. They just continue. They were in second place and now they're in fifth. Yeah. It's and they will continue to fall. It's oof. It's rough over there. Um. All right. So we got Cincinnati, Nashville. Mm. That's the conference semis. Is this where the run ends? Cincinnati. For Cincinnati? Nah, Cincinnati. All right. Um, you got Atlanta United and Orlando. Mm. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. You got Atlanta United and uh, hold on, Montreal, Cincinnati, Orlando, uh, Nashville, and then we just went Atlanta. Uh yeah, we just went Atlanta, Cincinnati, then yeah, Orlando, Nashville. That's right. Orlando, Nashville. Who you got? Hmm. Orlando, Atlanta would have been so much juicier, but I'm gonna go Orlando. No, no, no. Nashville. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. One eight. That's right. Orlando, Nashville. Are we on Orlando, Nashville right now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So. And I'm picking Nashville. You're picking Nashville. Okay. Yeah, because I just watched Orlando take an L last night to an absolutely ass team. 
Okay, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is so, it's so hard to do this math right now. Um, okay, so you in your final four in that conference, you've got Cincinnati, you've got Orlando, you've got Atlanta, and you've got Nashville. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Cincinnati, Orlando, um, wait, one, eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five. You had Cincinnati over Montreal. You had Nashville over Orlando. You had Atlanta over Columbus. You had Philadelphia over New England, which means you get Cincinnati, New England, Orlando, Nashville, um, yeah, you get Orlando, Nashville, and then you get Atlanta, Philadelphia. There we go. Okay, uh, so Philadelphia over Atlanta. So Philadelphia over Atlanta. Um, who do you have? In Orlando, um, well, who do you have in Nashville versus Philly? Uh, no, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay, so then you have Cincinnati and Philly. Um, Cincinnati. Wow. So. Is Cincinnati gonna win? Is Cincinnati gonna do the double, or are they gonna? They go might. Play? Then you get Cincinnati and Seattle in MLS Cup. Who you got? Yeah. And the MLS Cup. Oof. Which means it will be played at Cincinnati because there's a supporter show winners. Cincinnati. This doesn't make any sense, bro. I know. I said, well, the, the this this is what I'm saying, look, you and you know this. The playoffs are fucking chaos, bro. Yeah. Especially when you're switching between uh, multi-leg and then knockouts. Yeah, knockouts. Yeah. If you can get to the knockout games, just have a hot night and then shit look real different. Yeah, this is so confusing to keep And up. even in the multi-leg games, if you can just keep it Close. even and then do your job at home, you know what I mean? Woof. Yeah, that made my brain hurt, dude. Like, yeah, that made my brain hurt. That made my brain hurt. I'm not looking forward to these playoffs. <laughs> oh, hey, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all we have this week. Unless you want to talk U.S. men's national team players abroad. Uh, nah. Everybody's in Italy, basically. So I got you, nothing on that. Uh, yeah, Italy and the Netherlands. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah, that's it, man. Um, episode two hundred five in the books. Appreciate y'all listening. Chop soccer, soccer podcast. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Hey, we need to get the two short, bitch. Bitch. All right, we'll have get it that on week. the board. Yeah, we'll have it next week. Yeah. All right, y'all. We out of here. All right, peace. <laughs>